Hello, my name is Morgan Gray. I'm Andy Spring. And welcome back to the, the Afrocentric Podcast. act black and then go home and be white it only takes a little bit of white brainwash to activate the cool chip in the average negro and a lot of white folk have demonstrated eloquently that they don't have no sense As of 2021, the black hair market was worth $1.6 billion and is expected to continue to grow. Although the black hair care industry is extremely profitable, for many shareholders and business owners within this sector, there is a lack of diversity of hair types. Moreover, many of the hair products that are promoted specifically towards the black community contains toxins that are hazardous to our health. Throughout the diaspora, people of African descent are shamed for the way that their hair naturally grows out of their scalp. And it leads me to wonder, how can we truly learn to love our hair when it is ostracized and critiqued everywhere we turn? So with this in mind, I would like to invite you to join my sister, Alex Gray, as we celebrate our natural hair journey while sharing our personal experiences with our hair. Because you can't spell Afrocentric without the Afro. And if I were you, I would stick around to hear Alex give some amazing hair advice because great minds always think alike. Don't let society tell you what good hair is. They've been lying. Your mane is gorgeous, so wear that crown with pride. Make Mufasa proud. Whether scalp grown or store bought, girl, you better own it. You better slay with that sewing and go ahead. Put that wig on in the morning when you're tired and ain't got time to fix that kitchen or perfect that dude. Do not let anyone belittle you for it. Your hair is euphoric. So no need to bob weave a box back at anybody who scoffs at your bob weave a box brace. Just relax. Don't get pressed. Cut them off like split ends and watch how you grow when they're gone. And we are back with the Afrocentric podcast. And I have the woman, the myth, the legend, my sister, the little go, mm-hmm. Alexandria Gray in the building. How, right. how you doing? I'm good. How you doing? I'm blessed and highly favored yeah. and highly tailored. Yeah. Glad to be here. And then, yes, I'm happy to have you here, too. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You think they ready for all this greatness on this episode? No, I don't think they is, big sister, but we're going to let them get a little taste. All righty, well, you know. Let's just go ahead and hop in to the conversation. Why the fuck not? So, my first question to you is, how do you relate to your hair? Okay. I think that's a good question. I think my hair and my accent definitely one of the two things that people notice about me first. So I feel like my hair is a big part of who I am. Like ever since I was young, both of us had like a good grade of hair. 
So, like, I feel like we always had long hair growing up. So, for me, I'm natural now, but in my natural hair journey, let's see. I had a press. In press, 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 press. To, like, third grade. Mm-hmm. And then I got the perm, like, the summer before third grade. And I stayed perm until high school. And I transitioned, like, two years, a little less than two years for going natural. And then I've been natural for, like, five years, I think. Mm-hmm. So, I, re I relate to my hair a lot because, like, it's just a big part of who I am. And I feel like if I ain't had a hair, like, you life said would be different. The hair is in the personality. The, the personality is in the hair. I mean, my hair's a good reflection of me, long and thick, so. Oh. Yeah. You ate that. Ooh. Girl, you ate that scrumdily yum yum my purper. <laughs> yeah, so this, that's me and my hair. I relate to my hair a lot. And, they, and like the Bible say, like, a woman hair is her glory. So I'll be like, I try to take care of my hair. That is actually a really nice analysis. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it is so sweet. Um, How do I relate to my... I feel like you have a better relationship with your hair than I have with my hair. Yeah, I can see that. But I feel like I have a better relationship with my hair than most people, period, too. So That's a great point. Just like I feel like I have a really good relationship with my body. And yeah, yeah, my titties. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have a great relationship with my breasts. Mm -hmm. Now... The personality is in the titties. I ain't never met a bitch with decent sized titties that didn't have a personality. It's always you bird chested ass. Now for my hair, um, let, let's just, you know, let the cat out the bag because you didn't go natural until I went natural. Yeah, that's true, but I had been wanting to go natural. I mean, it's one thing to want to go natural, but you know, out here, I kick-started the movement. Yeah, you're right, and just like you probably would get locks before, if I choose to get locks, it would be before me and after you. I've already made plans to lock my hair next month. Yeah, so that's like, you know you the most adventurous sister anyway, so you gonna, most times you try stuff before I do. Yeah, you know, I started. I just stood with it. I stuck with mine, too. You reverted and then came back. Well, my mama talked me into perm in my hair. We not going to talk. We going to butt. I mean, but listen. Uh, look. Hey, listen. Look. Hey. You not finna get on here and whoop me in front of all these folks okay, like Okay, my bad. Look. So, <laughs> what is my relationship with my hair? So, okay. Before I did my big child, I feel like I had romanticized what my hair texture was going to be. Yeah. Because all my life I've been light-skinned. So, I guess I just equated that when I was going to go natural, I was going to have these really pretty lush ringlets. Uh -huh. Giving two B, two A, uh -huh. real nice mixed grade of hair. Morgan said two B, two A. Not even three? Mm-mm, Alex. Mm. No, boo. I was going to be bouncing. Oh, okay. So, um... I, I don't even want to tell the story. Do I need to tell the story? Go ahead, because I can get into mine, too. I feel like a lot of people only see me with natural hair now, and they be like, it's so pretty. But they don't know when I was transitioning, like, how bad, like, I didn't know what to do at the time. Okay. So, so picture it, Sicily, mm -hmm. 2015. I had, I was surrounded by a bunch of my enemies mm. indoors, in camps. And, um, you know, the Bible say that he'll prepare a table for mm -hmm. you in front of your enemies. Yeah. Well, in my chase, in my cans, the Lord prepared a perm for me in the presence mm -hmm. of my enemies. That's the look. 
<laughs> yes. So um, I had beef with this girl, and I was spending the night over at one of my friends' houses. And I was I permed. I had a perm my freshman year in college, the first semester. So uh, my friends, quote unquote, was like, I noticed that you haven't permed your hair in a while. So I noticed that I had a box of perm, and I want to go ahead and perm your hair for you. So that that was the settled. Mm-hmm. Yes, they had set me up. And um, I'm just sitting up here letting this girl, she had just got her uh, certificate to be able to do her hair. She got her hair certificate, mm-hmm. little paper. She got a license. She got a little piece of paper. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, she went through and as she was perming my hair, she was all up in my ear. And she was like, you know, I've been hearing this, that, and the third. How you feel about this, that, and the third? And I was just sitting up there talking to her and telling her all my business as she was working that creamy crack up mm. into my scalp. So as the time was going on while she was doing my hair, I started realizing that more and more people was coming into the apartment as she was doing my hair. So um, I looked up and it was about... I ain't even going to hold you. Probably like 12 people in this little apartment while I was getting my hair done. And um, I realized I was getting set up to fight. Mm-hmm. With a perm in your head. Yeah. So what had happened was is that because they was preparing me to fight, they did not properly wash the perm out of my hair. Yeah. They was more concerned about setting yeah. me up than yeah. making sure. You yes, and, and you weren't thinking straight because that perm was on your head. You right, mm-hmm. you right, you right. I, I was losing brain cells she by the about me, Morgan. I ain't gonna argue with no woman with a perm. Why not, Ellie? She ain't thinking straight. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we sitting up there, and she washed that perm out. Now you know anybody that had a perm long enough know mm-hmm. that you gotta wash that perm out yeah. until you stop seeing pink in that sink. Mm. So that's that shampoo that show you that the perm still up in yeah. there. The pink was still all up in that sink. So she blew dry my hair out real quick, and um she put it up in a little ponytail. And um, by this time, it was probably like 15 people up in that house. And I was sitting down in my anxiety, my heart, boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom, boom. It would be. So um, they, if the next thing I know, I was running up on somebody and hitting up upside their head, good. <laughs> and, you know, we were squirreling. We was fine. Mm-hmm. And um, teach your boys how to squabble. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. So at the end, I ended up, um, you know, snatching the baby, um, lace front, mm-hmm. her unit from up out her scalp. Yeah, you part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I was ready to go after that because mm-hmm. I had been bamboozled. I was set up. Yeah. I was hoodwinked. Yeah. Manipulated. Mm. I was swayed. I was. I was influenced. Oh, come on with it now. They had infiltrated my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, they, yeah. they, they, they had wrapped their hands around me, and I was just now. I was seeing clearly. So I, I took her, her, her lace print, and we got on down. We lived. Okay. We did, and I had took a picture of the baby lace front, and I had put it on Twitter. And I, you want to know what the caption said? What it say? I what want, hashtag you use? I want me a trophy. I want me a trophy. Trophy. I want me a trophy. A trophy. I want me a trophy. Yeah. 
the perm was never washed out of my hair. Mm-hmm. So after this, uh, a whole month had passed by. January had came. School started. My edges were slick. Mm-hmm. My edges, they never popped up. Mm-hmm. And that was unlike my hair. Yeah. Because after about two weeks, them edges uh-huh. going to show up and yeah. reveal themselves. But they did not. So I had to um I had around the end of January I started touching my hair and I realized it was still straight mm-hmm. and it was just falling out by the touch. Mm. Just every time That's scary girl. It was scary. So I had called mama and I was like, Mama, I ain't washed this this permit. Is I like it, mm-mm. Yeah. Something ain't right. So she took me to Walmart and they put a um uh what is it a protein treatment mm-hmm. on my hair to save it and I had told myself I was like I'm never gonna do this to myself ever mm-hmm. again because like my hair had broke down yeah like for real for real so yeah. them perms crazy it's like so many people and you lucky you didn't get like permanent damage hair loss from it yes like you really blessed because a lot that's a lot of people reality like they suffering with the hairstyles they got now or they very limited to the hairstyles they got now because how the perm is the hero yeah but like so i went natural and i had did okay so i I, my mama come after that i went natural it probably was like six months and then my mom convinced me to do another perm and i hated it mm-hmm. and then um yes i remember the intimate intermission where you went from natural back to a perm mm-hmm. and then from that point on completely natural never again yeah and i told myself like i never put no heat on my hair yeah. we don't do you're not gonna see us flat iron anything mm-hmm. never anything so like I just when my hair okay, so I did a big chop. Yeah. And you went natural the first time and then you came back with a perm. But before you got that perm, I had went natural. So yeah, Morgan had went natural before me and then I went natural. But I've been like natural longer because she went back to the perm. Yeah. Yeah. And then it came back. Yeah. Yeah. That's why your hair longer than mine. Yeah. Because I probably lost like two I don't know. When you got the perm, it was pretty long. It was it was passionate yeah but it got cut all off again because yeah. i had permed it it was in the uh fall so it was like all this september and then i did that big shop the next year that may yeah. i remember that yeah. and More i saw the team i looked at like kevin gates um, i could start your battery for you cut my hair off and um they let i man i walked around this mug looking stupid i'm like <laughs> i mean i feel like we're gonna get to that in the next question if we ever get there but i feel like <laughs> i'm sorry i feel like um being brave enough to like cut your hair off or like go natural before natural was being cool like this that's applaudable to me like because people only really praise your natural hair when a you they feel like you got a cute hair texture you got like a three type text a real loose curl or if you do have a, a type 4 texture then it's real long so people don't really praise your hair when you got no small afro unless you just got the face to go with it you know yeah. what i'm saying they don't they don't praise it well i mean i guess my face card is valid but my hair was dry regardless 
Yeah, that's what you got to get to that learning curve where you know your hair, you know what you can put on it. Well, my the time in which I went natural, there was a movement of the black girls all mm-hmm. going natural all at one time. And during that period, we was all on the can too because if I can use the can too, uh-huh. you can uh-huh. too. So everybody here was and eco style gel and shea moisture. That's all we knew. That's all we had. And them white folks was up there laughing at us. My enemies was laughing at me. Mm. I was here with my head dry. They was laughing at me. And, um, yeah, like, and you not lying. It really wasn't until, like, like last year that people started giving me compliments on mm-hmm. my hair. And I feel, like, I feel traumatized because for the longest, anytime mm-hmm. I wore my natural hair out, didn't nobody say nothing to yeah. me. Didn't nobody, like, when I first went natural, my dad was asking me if I needed something done in my head. <laughs> you know them old heads do not like natural hair. We're going to get to the come next Come on, question. come on, next question. Black and beautiful, but only when your hair is long and silky straight. So my auntie applied the creamy crack to my roots. I felt the chemicals relax my kinks and curls. Eventually, the humidity would cause my straight hair to frizz, leaving me displeased with my cotton candy tresses. In middle school, I spent most of my nights on YouTube watching beauty gurus. I took their tips for beautiful, healthy hair. I wrote down every organic hair mask, a cup of coconut oil, one egg, and an avocado. I wrote down every organic oil treatment, a quarter cup of avocado oil, a half cup of olive oil, and 10 drops of rosemary oil. I watched as my mother grew concerned about me as I poured fresh carrot juice into my hair. She told me I should drink it instead. I hid in the bathroom and watched as chunks of my hair fell each time I squeezed the scissors shut. My mother thought I was experimenting. Maybe she's a lesbian. I was insecure. I was taught that my hair is what made me feminine. So without it, I felt unladylike. I wouldn't wear my short hair out. I watched as the African lady braided extensions into my hair. I remember the day I couldn't get my hair done. I pulled at my hair, secretly hoping it would stretch out long and straight. That day I had gone to school with my little Afro. I was worried that people would no longer see me as beautiful. My math teacher's compliment fueled me enough to continue to wear my natural hair out. I learned to be gentle with myself and I spoke kind words to myself. I whispered positive affirmations in the mirror. You're a bad bitch. I had let go of society's definition of beauty. I watched myself become more confident. I watched as my curls sprouted. I watched as I became cautious of the ingredients I put in and on my body. I grew to understand how to care for my hair. I grew to love how my hair grows upwards instead of downwards, defying gravity. I grew to love. I became more patient with myself and more forgiving of myself. I was becoming the woman I was too shy and once believed I was unworthy to be. I was becoming more of me. But sometimes I look back and cringe at that girl I once was. I wish she took more pictures, 
girl, it's okay to be bald-headed. In what ways has the natural hair community evolved in the past decade? In the past 10 years, I think it has evolved a lot. Um, I remember when the pandemic had hit, you know, we was watching everything. We was locked in. We was watching Flavor Love in the house. And um, it was this plus-size brown-skinned girl. She had natural hair. And the whole series, that the whole time she was on, if they weren't joking her about her size, they was joking her about her hair. Yeah. And she had like a 3A, 3B type texture. Her hair was gorgeous, Morgan, pretty. Mm -hmm. And Flavor Love came out like 06. So this like 2006, 2007, 2008 or whatever. So natural hair wasn't really in then. And everybody was just on her head all the time unsolicited and she's just minding her black owned business and her hair look good when nothing wrong with her hair um so again shout out to all everybody who went natural before being natural was cool thank you um so within the past 10 years we really have seen a big shift from people going from perms to natural and even now people going from natural, natural to locks. locks and i love that if i see any any black person period um from a child old lady up here if they got pretty natural hair i'm gonna compliment it i'm gonna compliment it all any it don't matter unsolicited if i see it and i like your hair i'm complimenting if i like your locks i'm complimenting so, i don't even have to like your hair i'm gonna compliment it because i know ain't nobody else probably complimenting you on your hair i just love natural hair talk your shit then yeah. sister so um for Christmas I had went to my Spankablank house. Uh -huh. I went and met Spankablank family and uh -huh. stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had my little puff out. Uh -huh. So when I walked through the door, Spankablank got locks. Uh -huh. He even had locks for all oh, like a decade, uh -huh. over a decade, like a long time yeah. since I've known him. Yeah. Whole family locked. Uh -huh. So if he dead, he dead and bald. Mm -hmm. But the rest of them all locked. Yeah. And I felt out of place. I said, maybe it's time. This is a sign right here. Mm -hmm. It's time for me to go on head. Um, I'm ha ha okay, so the evolution of locks. So, you know, it's a lot of different ways to lock your hair. Yeah. And I've been seeing a lot of people doing the instant locks. Have you been seeing people talk about that? Oh, oh I have not. Okay. Or like the um interlocking stages where they take it and they like knot it in and then there's another way you can lock your hair with the two strand twist mm -hmm. um the braid method too the coil method mm -hmm. is a great way to lock your hair yeah. and um really the black girls on tiktok have really been talking about it because it's real big over there and i don't learn a lot about like locks and like different ways to do it do you like wigs the wigs are the big, the big like what Kodak Black. Lock. Yeah, that's what Kodak has. Um, they all right. I mean, I feel like when you get to them fella locks, it's really a acquired taste. Like I used to not like freeforms, and then I was hanging around people with freeforms. I'm like, okay, this is cute. That's why I say I compliment anybody with natural hair because you, if you're not getting complimented from black people on your natural hair, you not, you more than likely not getting complimented by non-black people about your natural hair. So. If we ain't accepting it within our own community, we can't ex expect nobody else outside the community. So you asked me, do I like wigs? I'm sorry. Um, personally, oh, uh, which one do you prefer, wigs or freeform? Freeform. Okay. 
So they have this um they have these type of locks it's called uh flatbed locks and them, like them yeah they like real flat yeah. and then they cup like you uh -huh. at the bottom of it they're the most expensive type of hairstyle really? you can get yes you have to be like like certified to be able to do them everybody can't do them yeah I can see that I don't even know how they form them they like, I didn't know that though I would have thought like the micro locks or whatever mini locks or i don't know sister locks the sister locks yes are gonna be expensive but just i didn't know so little I, yeah but i didn't bed. know that the, the Good. Was more expensive. them joints look like a flat piece of paper like they sheet flat yeah they, they, it takes some i don't know how you could even get your hair to mat or lock yeah. like that i don't know i don't know all right so the next um the next topic what oh so about the evolution of hair like i feel like within the community we really have become more accepting of natural hair when you see people with natural hair like for the old heads is is not accepting the natural hair but people our age like it's, it's nothing to be natural or whatever um but we also seeing a large amount of people going back to the perm I yeah. I, have you noticed this yes girl and honestly i'm not mad i feel like the natural hair movement was not only us accepting our natural hair texture but also like having the freedom to do whatever you want with your hair that's so, so great but when you get to the point where you're going back to perm not that i'm judging anyone but people are suing uh dark and lovely yeah. because all those perms are contain carcinogens that are creating cancer yeah like people, i agree it's not a healthy option like we said I'm not I'm not arguing with no woman with a perm because she's not thinking straight. All them chemicals getting into your brain, like I know that's getting into your body. It's in your bloodstream, yeah. actually. Um, that's why they call it that cream and cream. Yeah, like, that cream all behind your eyeballs and yeah. shit. I just no, and that's what I want people to think about it. Cause it's more than one way to flat, it's more than one way to straighten your hair and, and we got a lot of hair options. You can get braids, sewing, wigs. You want to go back to the crochets and the micros and the dress and all that? I mean, it's plenty of options. I hear so versatile. I hear probably the most versatile out of is. anyone. It is. You can do whatever with your hair. But if a woman want to get a perm, that's her choice. I'm not doing her hair. I'm not paying for her hair. She feel like it's more convenient for her. I'm not mad. But... I, I'll do a perm for a white woman. I sure will. <laughs> I'll do a nice perm for her. I put some gloves on and slap some Vaseline around her edges mm -hmm. and I go to town. I do not miss going to the hair shop getting a perm at all no more. I do miss that part of self-care though, Alex. I do too because I do my hair majority of the time. If my hair, natural hair is done, I have done it. So I do miss going to a salon and having somebody else do my hair for me because don't nobody else do my hair unless I'm getting braids or wig installed or something like that. And them the young girls. I yeah. I miss uh Miss uh Betty Ann and Miss Kathleen uh -huh. and Miss Eugene um massaging my scalp. Yeah, they, they I, I do miss that part, but sitting there all night, um, smelling that perm, having that perm because you remember my hair was real sensitive. I always used to get burned when um and had them scalps in my head after the perm was washed out mm -hmm. from from the perm and stuff. And then your hair being paper thin and damaged. See, that's why I don't think I can go back to a perm because I, I don't think my hair would look right flat on my head. Mine wouldn't either. Even like when I when I get a wig and stuff, just seeing my hair straight and flat on my head and stuff, it's like I got to get used to it because I'm used to big fluffy hair. Me too. 
Um, what I did want to talk about was the crown act as we are focusing on the evolution of hair. Well, I feel like before we even talk about the crown act, we have to talk about all the different laws and stuff that were passed in order to prevent women. Well, no, nah, that'll be in the next question. But um, I wanted to talk about the crown act. Have you heard of the crown act before? For sure. What is it in your own words? In my own words, it's legislation that had to be passed so that black hair could not be discriminated against. What you mean? How they discriminate against hair, Alex? <laughs> you lying. They discriminate. Girl, I wish I was. Um, I, I know it's like little kids in school, they was getting expelled from school saying like their hair was a distraction. Like it's way more pressing matters than for you to be worried about my hair when again, you're not doing it, you're not paying for it. Like be for real, as long as my grades not if anything not my hair should be the way my brain black brain is working because you remember all our lives we had to go we didn't but you know in elementary they did the life checks uh-huh so shouldn't they have gotten suspended for school because yeah, that is the real distraction, distraction. honestly you like, got it's little real hateful behavior that's really hateful behavior to suspend a child for how they hair grow out their head like they can control it be for real grow up get a girl i did see this lady that they were saying that her hair was a distraction so they put her in the back of the class to keep from distracting the other students it's the color it be all that but in the same time, you live in a world with people that you can't control their hair. So you gonna you gonna keep saying this is a distraction when they in a job and they can't do their job because they worry about what you got going on. You are always natural, Alex. Do you ever feel like worried that people gonna judge you based off your natural hair? Yes and no. It's like I wear my hair majority of the time. So if I'm ever interviewing for something, I have my natural hair out. So it's like if y'all discriminate against me. Regardless of what you see on my resume and what I bring to the table and hire interview, if you choose not to get me because of my hair or whatever, then this is not a place that I need to be. Mm. So um, it's dead. So if I don't get it because you that petty, you that ignorant to make sure decision on how my hair grow up my head mm -hmm. and how I groom and it choose to wear it, mm -hmm. like it concern you, mm. then this ain't no place I want to be. But you know, I live my life through a very Afrocentric point of view and lens. Mm -hmm. So like. I'm not finna stop wearing my natural hair because somebody else don't like it or it makes them uncomfortable or they feel like I should wear it a different type of way. That's beautiful, Alex. I really love that. I feel like I have a lot to do with that um, perspective that you have right there. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Why? Because I, too, live my life through a very um, Afrocentric lens and I'm really big on respect. Yeah. Like, like real big on respect. Like, I'm, Let me vote, girl. if they don't like X, then I don't need to be there, like, at all. Yeah. So, so like that was the children, but like people, like the fact we really got to get legislation passed so that out here not discriminated against is wild, sister. You know, ain't what? no other demographic of people having this problem, but it's you know what I think is real bad in the military, like real, real, mm -hmm. real bad in the yes. military. They it's written into they rule books, mm -hmm. and they just now like giving them more like more inches. Like mm -hmm. they have noticed on how thick the parts can be in the hair, what color if you decide to dye it or get box braids, mm -hmm. what color it can and cannot be, what length, how high it can be Yo, pulled up can't behind touch it. Your shoulders and this and that. Like I got a lot of hair. You can't put it up and not touch my toes, shoulders and let it sit up under his, this head. It's not going to work. Mm -mm. 
anything. My hair can't fit under no baseball cap. What mm-hmm. make you think you're gonna fit under this military head? I think I think it's really also rude because I don't think people take into account how expensive it is to take care of black hair. Mm-hmm. Like other races, you know, don't the men mm-hmm. they use bars of soap on their hair. Yeah. Water. Well, yeah, if if that they say they take the dial. And they get up in there mm-hmm. and they scrub a dub on their scalp mm-hmm. and um put a little lukewarm water yeah. on it. Yeah, or they use the uh three and one um mind, body, and soul. <laughs> <laughs> the um head, shoulders, mm-hmm. and crotch. Yeah, uh-huh. down their hair. Mm-hmm. Cause, and it worked just fine. Yeah. Huh? You remember when uh, mama used to come home and be like, the white people, they use the shampoo. Is body wash, yeah, and was a proud, yeah. They was telling her they at work coming back, like, have some pride about the seal, have some decorum. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where is real. your cooth? Be for real, Alex. <laughs> so, the crown act stands for create a respectful and open world for natural hair and was created in 2019 to ensure protection against discrimination. The act was first introduced on March 19, 2021 by Representative Bunny Watson Coleman. She's a Democrat from New Jersey. Shout out. The House of Representatives then passed the bill by 235 to 189 on March 18, 2022. Alongside with Massachusetts, the other states that have passed the crown law includes California, of course, Colorado, but it ain't no niggas down there. Mm-hmm. Ain't no niggas in Connecticut. No niggas in Delaware. <laughs> now, Louisiana, about the thing that shocked me, because Louisiana, yeah. usually the niggas that's doing the worst. Yeah. But I'm glad that they passed it. Maine, Maryland. It's some niggas in Maryland. It's some niggas in Delaware too. Mama always talk about how she from Delaware or lived in Delaware. Oh, okay. And Nebraska. Okay, so um, it's actually a majority of the southern states are actually getting ready to pass legislation, mm-hmm. and it includes Mississippi, Tennessee, Alabama, and Georgia. So that's really exciting. That is very exciting. I don't even really got to be done. All I'm hearing is possible opportunities for, for lawsuits. lawsuits. Hey, man. Speaking hey. of lawsuits, girl, do you you seen on Twitter how the um box perm girls was like, I've been there for all my life. I ain't never get a perm. Yes, 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 yes. Big. So if all these people saying they ain't never get no perms, but they was advertising the perm, ain't that some type of false advertisement? Uh-huh. Ain't that some type of like they knew if we using this girl to advertise for us and she ain't even using our product, then obviously it must be something wrong with our product. What a line for that lawsuit at? Because I need to be a part more. I'm trying to. I think next year going to be a good year. I think we're supposed to get our reparations. Uh-huh. You know, we're going to take part of our reparations. Yes, we're going to take part of that reparations and then start lawsuits mm-hmm. and then take that money mm-hmm. and flip it. Yeah. I think that's a really good opportunity. Yes. So um, I wanted to tell y'all to help pass the Crown Act, you need to be taking two options. Where your ears at? Uh-huh. Bring them here. <clears throat> Step one, email your federal legislator. Number two, sign the petition. That's all you got to do there. That's it. One, two. Okay. That's all I got. And all you need to do is go to https colon backslash backslash www.thecrownact.com backslash. Repeat it, Morgan. 
https colon backslash backslash www backslash mm-hmm. i can read i know that's right mississippi ain't leave us behind <laughs> ew look at her hair look how nappy it looks just get a perm the ends look like fish hooks mrs colby i can't see the board over her afro why can't she straighten it what a hassle that's what they said sticks and stones but they hurt me with their words didn't stick up for myself because i was part of the nerds which incurred a lot of slurred remarks about my 4c you see my parents were divorced and we were forced to live with my dad for a bit he ain't know how to do hair so it was up to me to manage it at first i tried not to damage it with heat but when i went to school with bobby pins unneat and my teacher asked what's wrong with me offering to fix my hair to the best of her ability i wanted to scream and that was only in the fifth grade. Burnt it in middle school, cursed that flat iron, still have flashbacks of trauma at grandma's house with that hot comb drama. By high school, I just wanted long, straight hair. Then I'd be pretty, right? Like the popular black girls there. But to younger me and all my melanin queens, that wasn't fair. Because our hair is part of us, not straight like white folks because it's kinky and we got shrinkage, but rather tightly coiled with all the linkage to our ancestors. It's beautiful. It's glamorous. Every single last kinky strand of it. How has Eurocentricism and racism impacted the natural hair community? I think it has impacted us a lot. Hold on. Tell the people what Eurocentricism is. Um, Eurocentricism is like European points of view. So like how has basically racism and like Eurocentric ideology impacted our natural hair journey as black people? Okay. Um, so I would say within our community specifically, like textural, for sure. Like people do not praise or find attractive or appealing 4C type hair. Um, they be praising the the three C, three B girls, the four A girls. But when it comes to the four C, um, they don't get no praise unless your hair extremely long. And on the flip side of that, I feel like anybody who don't have want to claim to be four C. So I feel yeah. like you get it's you see oversaturated. Uh huh. And then when you do have any of your hair long, people be claiming like you would go on YouTube. Like I ain't been on YouTube looking for a hair tutorial in a while, but when I did. The girls will be like 4C watch and go. And you click on it and see this whole 3C. Like, what are you doing? I personally Relax. don't think Why it. is you claiming stuff that ain't yours? Can a 4C really do a wash and go like time out? I mean, they say you can. I can't get my hair to. Um, I say I got like a 4B type hair. My hair pretty coarse. Um, I mean, it's some girls that do it. I, mine can't do it. So I stick to the braid outs and the twist outs and the pulse and everything. That's what worked for me. That's what I like. That's what I can maintain. But um, I don't know. But texturism throughout the community, we um, y'all need to stop praising people with looser hair textures and curls and then demonizing girls that don't have it. Like, that's not cool. Natural hair is beautiful and all textures. As long as you maintaining your hair and keeping it up and keeping it moisturized, it don't matter. You can have 3C hair and not combing it and it be matted. But y'all don't want to call that nappy. You want to call somebody 4C who just got a um, coarse cur- uh, curl texture her nappy. And that ain't it. Very much that. 
Um, so I wanted to talk about the traditions and the significance of the church hats because that really shows yeah. how Eurocentricism really plays into it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, back in the day, like in the early to mid 1800s, um, black white men were attracted to African American mm-hmm. women because of their hair texture, as if they really needed another reason to be, be attracted. So what happened was is a lot of white women became jealous because that was the reason. Mm-hmm. They was upset that their hair was a little flat. I have gotten complimented by white men from my natural hair. It don't happen as often as black men, but white men do compliment my hair. I think a lot of white men do compliments in their head. Yeah. But I have like, um, um, good. It made me throw my but train of thought off. <laughs> I'm sorry. So the white women got jealous. So they outlawed black women, especially down in Louisiana, down near the like the bayou, mm-hmm. um, from being able to wear their natural hair out. So they started using coverings, mm-hmm. and then there's such a um a long black history a long history of black women covering their hair Mm -hmm. and i like that history as well but let me finish this so as a result of having to cover their hair black women were forced to start wearing church hats and stuff within um church positions and um i think that that was the black woman's opportunity to turn a negative opportunity into something positive and they created a lasting legacy of the church hat but um the, if we wouldn't have the church hat if it wasn't for jealousy envy and greed mm-hmm. because they so insecure and mm-hmm. you know they 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 them and their friends they they lice on their scabby playing hopscotch and double dutch mm-hmm. we ain't really got nothing to do with it um also, like I was saying, the idea of black women and hair cut um, covering, especially in a spiritual sense and stuff, mm-hmm. like a lot of um, spiritualists, the black Hebrews, the black uh, Israelites, and the black Jews and Muslim, they're going to always tell you to cover your head. Yeah. And then, you know, I feel... The old women don't play that either. Like, don't play my, don't touch my hair, don't play on my hair. Like that's because they be feeling like people gonna put a spell on them. If you if I if you get some of my hair, you can do voodoo or whatever. Well, yeah, um, I don't know. So these I've been seeing a lot of white women that have black boyfriends. If their hair is locked, they'll take a lock and um tie it around their wrist and wear it, and that's a little spell for real. And I always be telling my snoot noot, like, if you got hair, do not leave your hair mm-hmm. around. Throw it away because if they have a piece of your hair, they have opportunity to do yeah. any type of spill on you. Um, I wanted to talk about wearing bunnets out in public because I feel like <laughs> that is a result of Eurocentricism for real. In what way? It's fine. Okay, so I feel like... Number one, it's a form of respectability politics within the black community. But I feel like black women only feel like it's irresponsible because of white people's standards. It's it's supposed to be like bedwear. So they feel like it's inappropriate to walk around with the bunny on. So I feel like it's rooted in white supremacy, but it's enacted within the community because of... um, um, what is it? Respectability politics. Yeah. I'm talking about them bunnies had Monique out her body. Please listen to Auntie. Always have pride in your representation of you. It's not to get a man. It's not. It is just your representation of you, my sweet babies. So I'm just giving y'all a warning. If I see you in the streets, in the airport, in the Walmart, 
and you got a bonnet on and you got slippers on and you looking like, what the fuck? Are Nikki going to tap you and say, hey, baby girl, show you what you worth. Show you what you deserve. So all of those posts that you see celebrities putting out there saying, hey, queen, hey, queen, hey, queen. Well, can we start putting it into action? Don't y'all wear them bunnies outside? You talk to yourself about that because they don't have nothing to do with me. Because I promise you, like, me headed to the gas station with a bunnet on is not going to harm nobody. And I love watching even specifically black men. They can wear they do rags out. I ain't going to lie. Them do rags be looking a little sour. Yeah, some of them do. I'm sorry. Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, I ain't gonna wear my bundle out, but I'm not bashing no woman that does. I really don't care. I don't think it's no reason to like that deep to me. No, but as long as you wash it, like yeah. you gotta make sure I mean, it's yeah. washed. Cause my thing is too, it's, it's bed wear. So is you still is you getting back in the bed with that same bundle on that you was just out in the bed all day with? That's my only concern. But as far as you having it on. I don't care. It don't change. It don't make nothing no different. It don't make you no never mind. But I do wish that the baby the baby boomers would just give it a rest. All that stuff weighing on their heart. And yes, don't be pressed by issues that really don't matter. Um, because they also got a problem with hair color too. Yeah, tattoos, all it. Good. They like I said, all them they gonna stop since all it. They'll be okay. Um Also, I think like how Eurocentricism and racism has impacted the natural hair community is like as far as natural hair care products, like they be locking up the black on natural hair care products. They not locking up swaths. <laughs> What's the one with the um kangaroos on it? Aussie. Uh huh. They not locking that up either. They say Aussie's for um supposed to be for black hair too, but I ain't had no good experience I, with Aussie I when think I used. It. I had like a Michael mix. Jackson um experience. It's for the mixed hair community. Yeah, some it ain't for me. I mean, if it's for black people, why put kangaroos on it? I think of white people when I see kangaroos. Australia side. Yeah. Um. I guess I completely agree with that. I also want to talk about like the infiltration within like the black business sector. So like. It, have you ever okay so the black hair business is like a million dollar mm, business yeah. and we spend a lot of money to maintain our hair rightfully so but how many black women do you know own black hair stores yeah. and do anything outside of like selling bundles and stuff you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah. so like it's a cult it's like i don't want to lie but it's like one in the gta of black owned hair care store i don't remember what city but it's somewhere close by it's a black owned um, beauty supply store it's a black man that owned it i believe um so i try to go and support i'm always trying to support a black owned business but now nah, like you said i don't know too many black women if they not selling hair or doing hair there's really in the industry like that like just killing it you mean you know you got some Miels, Miels, however you pronounce the brand. Mitchell. <laughs> yeah. Um, and your other black um um hair care lines or whatever. But it's not the same because the hair care industry for black women specifically is so much smaller than the hair care industry for non-texture hair. Because every other community don't have texture hair. So our section of the industry is smaller. But also, when you go to locking up 
the product so that we can't get to them that you know they also add a strain well but also like i noticed this i didn't notice this problem until i had this problem which was i had went i had my graduation trip and i needed to go and get some hair care products real quick before the trip so i was looking for like some travel size travel size stuff for my hair mm -hmm. no black owned or texture hair care company that i'm familiar with use at walmart at least it's all the walmart at least had travel size hair care stuff so if we want to see black women travel like invest in us yeah. i also want to talk about how like the the black hair industry is cornered off by the asian community yeah they will not let black women mm -hmm. infiltrate it they be talking about how like even getting like products shipped everything is in uh asian yeah. like chinese or in korean you have to be trans you have to translate yeah. it they won't give they won't sell to black buyers mm -hmm. like they it's bad yeah. and like when we were talking about like these these products that are made for our black hair i'm sorry it's okay um these products that were made for our black hair are not made by black owned businesses. Mm -hmm. So like a lot of them, like the reason why we stopped using Cantu is because we learned that Cantu had alcohol mm -hmm. in it. It had a lot of different types of things that were terrible for mm -hmm. our hair and it was wickedness. Same with the eco style in jail too. So we stopped using it. Um, and then we started learning that these black, these companies were basically black fishing. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think at one point in time, Shea Moisture was black owned, but it's no longer now. But it's it's a lot of companies, um, notable companies that's not like Afrosheen might be one of them. I don't know. It's like some big name companies that we've been using since we was kids and our grandmas and them was using, and they not black owned. They just cater towards black hair, but they don't have the best ingredients for black hair. And it's it's wild because they be getting that money and don't be putting the best products out. So yes. I be use I be trying to get like the paraben free and the alcohol free and all that. And I get black owned brands like I use Celia YG sometimes. Um, I use Carol Daughter. Africa's Best is really good. I love Africa's Best. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the other child. Don't make me lie to you right now. I can't think of it right now. And, and one of them may not even be black owned, so but that's what I be using. That's what you be as long as it works. Thank you, man. Yeah. Just straighten it. All that means to me is pretend to be white, but with the blackness that with you will never sit right. See, this hair is screaming out the gifts that my ancestors gave, the dream and the hope of every slave. So don't tell me to tame this mane because a lioness's roar will take me back to my African name. I'm African hip bone, but British bulimia brainwashed because this is me running naked from cotton fields and sugarcane because I'm getting on that discontinued feminist themes. All of my heart and knowledge will bleed. This hair is so much more than just my need. My mother tongue is wrapped up in each and every corkscrew curl With my ancestors' history ready to unfurl Now let me preach my unmuted rage I'm gonna let my words fill the stage I wanna blanket your eyes and my untamed curls 
I want to shout you away from this twisted, cryptic, unrealistic world, but I'm only one girl, but this one girl has the power of culture. You offend my main, my name, I'll hunt you down, lyrical poacher. So let me be this natural mess, for you no beauty will be suppressed. Let me shout my cultural differences from tiles of council houses, castles and street corners. And no words will be translated for you sinful mourners. This hair was at my dawn, and it will be at my dusk. Because in this sentence I have sussed so much more than just straighten it Because my history is deep rooted in my hair so thick And your words of bigotry won't do the trick So do yourself a favour and zip it types. you know this girl is always going to win this fight I will never fix something that isn't broken I won't take your words as a gift or token My hair will stay like this until the end of my time And no words of whispered hate will define my ringlets of DNA dreamt my curls are pocket-sized shooting stars My hair is a message lost at sea My hair is not what you want me to be So this poem will never cease to silence Because my blood, my brain and my body Are not taken by your words of kindness This hair will keep growing Your envy you will keep showing Because this fro ain't going anywhere Sister, hmm. how do you feel about white people wearing protective styles? <laughs> What Paul Mooney said good. I don't know. Everybody want to be a nigga. Don't nobody want to be a nigga. Oh. The black man in America is the most copied man on this planet, bar none. Everybody want to be a nigga, but nobody want to be a nigga. How about that question? Um, I mean, honestly, I'm not too pressed about it. Like, it ain't my hair. Mm-hmm. Not me going bald. Uh-huh. Um, it's a certain type of demographic of white women that get black hairstyles anyway. Is it, though? Because the, the certain demographic you thinking of is not the demographic the Kardashians going to fall into. No, it ain't. Because when I, I feel like it's two, two demographics. You're right. I it, can see that. It's the, the social media clout chasing, uh -huh. black baby daddy wanting. Well, both, both of them. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> both of them want black baby daddy, but um, then you got the... Um, Blue collar, mm -hmm. um, or redneck, white yeah. trash, hillbilly, yeah. hold down, throw down, uh, food stamps. Yeah, um, I can see that, and I believe in gatekeeping. So, I mean, either way it go, it's gonna be a black woman doing her hair. So, a black woman getting paid, get your money, sis. I just suggest putting a little add-on service fee on, on top of that for non-texture hair uh -huh. because we know the group game a little different when you braiding in all that I hair. Also, like I said, they need to be doing a life, life insurance policy. You, that's another 15. Yeah, add-ons, inconvenience fees, and all that. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to say too much and get canceled. Um, oh well, that don't bother me. I, I actually don't believe in gatekeeping. I actually got a little. Um, no, I believe in gatekeeping. I got a little advice for the community right now. Go ahead, give it to them. Um, well, I just would like to say for the beautiful non-melanated queens out there mm -hmm. that have box braids and CI styles and agree that they so cute. I think that is so nice. So what you want to do is is you gonna take you some blue magic oil. And I want you to just lather it on your hair. Mm -hmm. And you're supposed to do that every day, every <laughs> other day. And it's going to help your follicles grow and strengthen to be able to hold Yeah, we came hair. up on this blue magic. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it's just really a universal grease that everybody can use. So mm -hmm. you put that blue magic on there. 
every 12 to 15 hours <laughs> and you lather it up real good so uh-huh. um, on your scalp so usually when we wear our box braids we don't really wash our hair so i want you to like mimic that as well we or <laughs> some of us will go um a month two months if you're really good you can go about three months and um my ancestors don't tell them i told you this but my ancestors say your hair growing dirt so <laughs> they say girl. i just want you to know that little trick right there that little tad bit um also um yeah don't wash it don't wash it if anything just put a lot of apple cider vinegar just dab it on your scalp <laughs> in between the parts and stuff and that's gonna keep it good and healthy and keep the bacteria from growing um you make sure you get you a bonnet um but if you don't have money for a bonnet you put your pair of panties on top of your head <laughs> and it'll work the same way um <laughs> what else so when it's time Girl, to you bring it back all kind of childhood memories go ahead so when it's time for you to take your box braids out i want you to like um you don't really have to like untangle it down from the bottom what we usually do is we grab a pair of scissors or shears cut them right out at the root mm. just cut it right out from right the where root. the problem starts yeah and you're gonna um I'm, I'm gonna tell you so i know that um you want your baby hairs you want your baby hairs. so what you're gonna do is, is you're gonna take you some dark and lovely and you just gonna caramel don't even wash your hair first don't don't wait mm. do it right now immediately right now immediately so you're gonna perm the edges down real good and you're supposed to let it sit for about two to three business days <laughs> and i promise you you will have hairs like a baby very fine very delicate mm-hmm. and very delicate. yeah don't let don't now i don't one thing you have to remember do not let your hair breathe in between switching hairstyles you just got to keep it back to back back to back like that and you got to keep your hair up strength it got to mm-hmm. be strong to be able to do it so if you give it a break to breathe it's gonna forget the muscle memory uh-huh. the muscle memory in your hair gonna forget how to hold yeah, you it training it remember you was training it also stay away from anything that says 100% human, Remy only, Cankalon only, <laughs> synthetic hair only. Yeah, you better give me pro tips. Alexander, I don't know if they knew this, but I'm actually an esthetician. Yeah, I'm an esthetician. Mm-hmm. So you know, if I was them, I would definitely listen to me. I think that um their box braids would last a very long time very good longevity Mm -hmm. and you know i I wish them the best on this natural hair care journey that's really nice Mm -hmm. and that's how i feel about um white women with box braids now um another topic i wanted to talk about was uh the white people with the locks the locks so they always blame the um now the white people they say that they started the locks first sister that's what they say good so that's what they telling us I, like the history books yeah well you know i also um i went to school for history too uh-huh. um after i became an esthetician uh-huh so yes mm-hmm. Alex. so essentially what happened was is uh the vikings mm-hmm they was uh, a nomadic people yeah 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 yeah. and before they went to war they would lock they they would uh they would dread they hair. Mm. see we got locks they got dreads they got dreads got to educate me two different 
systems. Mm-hmm. Two different. And we don't say dreads because of what? We dread dreads. Mm-hmm. And we don't, but we got locks. Mm-hmm. So what they would do is, is they would twist their hair and they would fight before they went into battle and the, the, the dirt and the debris and the, the all the germs and stuff would get in their hair and it would it would dread up. Mm-hmm. And then as they traveled, it, it would continue to because, you know, the Vikings was a very wicked and viceful and angry and dangerous people. And like I said, they was nomadic. So what they would do is, is they would go to different countries and raid the countries and kill the people in the countries that they raid and then they move on and then afterwards because they had a raiding season mm-hmm. it was a whole season mm-hmm. of them of doing debauchery it's raiding season. and it got your shit got my name on it mm-hmm. name on it so um they get through there and they take their stuff and then after the battle has been won mm-hmm. they were un yeah. undread they dread the victory is won yes and yeah the battle is not yours it's, it's the, the lord's think about it then start shouting okay uh-huh. yes ma'am so uh you know i think that the white people have earned their right to uh dread lock their hair and roll around in the mud Mm -hmm. and go and uh, commit white on white crime and such and kill each other and then when they get done they do an identity switch and they um undread they dreads and that's just how i feel about they uh collective group of people um but morgan if they say they invented dreads then that's the truth alexander who am i to argue with them if it ain't white it ain't right okay then who am I to argue with them? They are very special people. Mm-hmm. They are the chosen ones. They might be the Jews, but them there's the Gentiles. Hey, you preaching? Then I'm saying they man. What can I say? Hey. They is the Gentiles. Mm. They got their own name. So they they just real special. Um, they did. I seen a really good argument on um TikTok yesterday. The white woman said she said um if we can't wear the box braids and we gotta give up the box braids, then maybe it's time for the black community to give up something too. She said maybe it's time for us to give up the lace fronts because that's their hair and that's their hair texture. So we need to give up the lace fronts. You said who said that? What type of woman? A hueless woman, non-melanated. It wasn't no Brazilian. It wasn't no Malaysian woman. Oh, okay. Now, if they had said that, you would have listened. No, it would have came with more, more weight. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was... um. If it was an Indian, Peruvian... Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see where I'm coming. Yeah, I see where you coming. I don't know if that white woman knew where she was going, though. Mm-hmm. She was uh bear cast, but she said that uh, we get the lace fronts to look like they here. Oh, okay. Just real flat. To my head. Yeah, stuck to it, actually. Oh, okay. But honestly, I don't know if you know this trick, but all you need is some baby powder. That's what ha- That's what they put on their hair when their hair dirty. Some baby powder. 
they peak, they parted up with a little red tail comb, and they just Morgan, you teaching me. Today. They put the powder on their scalp, mm -hmm. and then they 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 parted again, and they put some old Johnson Johnson. Uh huh. Johnson, yeah. Johnson Johnson. 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 I know Johnson Johnson. I smell Johnson. See the that that right there. They keep them from having the babe because they don't like the babe like that or wash their hair. And all the time they take a bath, but when they wash their hair, and then when they take a bath, the water they they clean because the water hit their body. They don't wash their legs though. But you know that's them and that's their cultures and Alice. Who am I to judge? Yeah. And I just love it for them, and I hope that they get hair that come in every texture and every wavelength and every color, whatever make them happen. May it be. Mm -hmm. Amen. So we got to get into all this mess that's going on with this Mayel hair oil on TikTok and Twitter and Instagram. So a bunch of content creators with fine hair, right, have been using this Mayel hair oil and turning their comments off. It's literally got to the point where they are tagging the company because these are paid ads, but turning their comments off and people couldn't understand why. Well, fast forward, people then found out that this product apparently is for hair growth and the treatment of your scalp has been sold out everywhere and people couldn't figure out why it's being sold out. And so they realized that all the people with these fine hair was making ads for this company and selling out this product. And just doing a quick search here on TikTok, the controversy is continuing with black content creators calling out these women for basically promoting this product that is not designed for their hair. And now you know we nosy. So I had to go to the creator marketplace to figure out how were all of these women with straight fine hair, right? getting brand deals for a product that is literally not designed for their hair. And not to say that these products up here may be uh, designed for their hair, but specifically a hair oil is not designed for women who have oily hair. So when I did a little description of the campaign, it actually doesn't specify that the person who should be signing up for this brand deal should have coarse hair, right? And you would think that specific products that are designed for coarse hair would probably indicate that somewhere below in their brand campaign. So all the girlies are snatching up these brand campaigns, getting paid this price here and getting sent free products for products that don't work on their hair, which is driving up the sales because people are like, I want to try that. But then it's not accessible to individuals who actually want to try it for their coarse hair. And basically herein lies the problem. If Mayel is putting out these brand campaigns for influencers, they probably should let them know that, yes, try these other products that are obviously water-based, but do not ship them products that are oil-based because then the individuals who do need it won't get access to it. And because I'm in the creator marketplace and maybe a lot of other Black content creators are not, they would have never seen this ad campaign. And just below, again, we're going to read it. It says, we are looking for creators to create content for our hair company, Myel Organics. You will receive the, a complimentary product for review um, and you'll be compensated. So I just find it strange that women with fine hair are choosing this specific product, but not any of these other water-based products. That's the most unusual part. And also, who's your brand manager? And how come they're not asking these women to submit photos of their hair so that they can determine which product suits them best? And there you have it.
colleagues, do you have any natural hair care tips or products that you would love to share with the people starting on their natural hair care journey or for the bitches just lost in the back? Okay, so first I would say learn your hair porosity. I know a lot of people be more concerned with a texture, whether they 3A, 4B, 4C, and this and that. And that's just based on like your curl pattern. Is your curl really loose naturally or is it really tightly coiled? Um, and people be more worried about that than their hair porosity. And your hair porosity just tells you like how easily does your hair absorb moisture. Mm-hmm. So if you're a high porosity, your hair easily um retains water and moisture, but it easily um lets go of water and moisture. So you may have a problem with your hair constantly being dry. Like you may put a product on at first and this in your hair, it easily applies in your hair and into your hair strands. But afterwards you find like the moisture loss is lost very quickly compared to like um low porosity type hair. Um it may when you wash your hair, you may notice that it takes a while for your hair to actually get fully saturated with water. Like you may be sitting there for a minute before your hair it really wet because your hair has a hard time accepting water and moisture. Um, so I would say a tip for this would be when you're putting products on your hair, make sure it's on damp hair with warm water. It'll make your hair cuticles more susceptible to retaining the products that you put in. But if you don't know this and you just put stuff on your hair and your hair don't have no warm water on, you low porosity, you wondering why you got a whole bunch of product caked up on your head and it's not absorbing and your hair not moisturized. It's because you're not really applying the steps properly for your porosity type. And so you can like test your hair. You can get a strand of hair and put it in like a glass of water or whatever to see your porosity. So if your hair sinks to the bottom, that means your hair is absorbing moisture. That means it's high porosity. Mm-hmm. If your hair is staying to the top because it's not absorbing water, you low porosity. And if you're in the middle, which is very rare, but if you're in the middle, then that means you got like normal or medium porosity hair, which means it don't really matter. Like you can do what you want to with your hair. You you special, you guys favorite. Um, whatever you do to your hair, it's gonna retain moisture at a at a pretty good speed and like keep the moisture in your hair for a decent amount of time compared to a person with lower high porosity. I guess. I'm not saying I'm jealous, but that's great for them. Yeah, I got low porosity hair. So, you know, I have to take a little more precaution when I'm doing my hair so that my stuff won't just be caked up on my head and my hair can actually retain the moisture. But um, if you want more tips like that, um, go on YouTube. Personally, if if you find or if you know already that you got low porosity hair and you got like four, t- four type four hair, I like Kimberly Sherrill on um, YouTube, Brown Skin, Natural Hair Girl. Um, her old videos um, will really help you with your hair care journey if that's what you, really what you're looking for. And, um, she recommends products to use. And she do a lot of washing goals. Washing goals don't work for me. But, um, yeah, you can learn a lot from that channel. So that's what I was, that's who I was using and referring to when I was going natural or whatever. So for my second tip, I would say if you're doing a style on your natural hair, let your hair dry all the way before you start taking it down. I know you got somewhere to be, but ma'am, all that work you put into your hair is going to be for nothing if you don't wait till it dry. Mm. This, you're going to take the biggest egg. Mm, you're mm. going to be upset. It sounds like you got some personal connection to this. Girl, plenty of times. 
I thought that it's dry enough. Oh, it's it ain't wet. It's just down. Oh wow. Uh huh. Be looking diddy. Looking. Oh uh, yeah. Uh huh. Like a wet dog. Wow, Alex. Hair just gonna be puffy. It ain't gonna hold no curve. Please, please let your hair dry all the way. I don't care if you think it's dry enough. If that's the case, you need to. If you know you got to be somewhere, you better start a little earlier. That's good advice. <laughs> That's good advice. I'm, I'm telling you, I learned from experience. Okay. Next, I would say the takedown process is the most important process for your hair. I do a lot of twist outs and braid outs. If you rushing taking down your hair, don't be mad when your hair don't have no definition and your pattern gone because you running your fingers all through your hair and all this and that. Take your time and separate. And you'll really see like see the difference in how long your hair lasts and stuff. Um, for me, a lot of people be like, "Oh my gosh, your hair so long!" You got you kind of I mean, it kind of is. But <laughs> um, the point I'm trying to say is, if you twisting your hair, going for a twist out, it's gonna shrink up more so than if you braiding your hair. Braiding elongates your hair more so than twisting. I also want to say that shrinkage is a sign of healthy hair. It is. So we need to stop like demonizing and hating our shrinkage. It might not show, but there's just like the magic within our black yeah, hair. Yeah. I like seeing the videos of the girls going underwater like in a pool or something and they come back up and then they got an afro like I had just magical. Like embrace it. Um so for the twist outs and braid outs, if you want your hair to look a little longer, go for the braid out. It's gonna stretch your hair and it's gonna last longer than a twist out. But also, in gym, if you learn how to three strand twist, go on YouTube. All it took was one video and I've been three strand twisting ever since. Mm. Um it's like muscle memory now. It's it's simple, yeah. All you got to do is take three hair instead of two and rotate. I did a four. I did a four last night. You do your thing. Yeah, I took two 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 two, two twists uh-huh. and I twisted them two twists together mm-hmm. and I made four. So that I made, yeah, I'm different. I'm uh-huh. innovative and creative. Yeah, we love to see it. Thank you. Black women in natural health care. Amen. Uh-huh. That's God blessing to this earth. Uh-huh. So um three strand twists, the results. You gonna it's gonna look like a regular twist when you do it, but it's gonna elongate your hair more so than a regular st- two strand twist. It's not gonna elongate it as much as a braid, but it's gonna give you that same curl of a regular two strand twist if you want that twist out look. And also the results gonna last even longer than a braid out. Like I've had a three strand twist last me two weeks. Oh, are you sure you're not God's favorite? I might be. Oh wow. Love it for you, uh-huh, sister. Me too. And um, so I would say just learn what works for you. If you like the twist look, then it may shrink up. If shrinkage is a problem for you, if you want your hair elongated, braided. If you want the twist out look, but you don't want the, but you want your hair elongated and three strand twist. And um, finally, I would say don't let the natural hair care community bully you. Like you might be in this journey or you may have been in the wild and you hear all this stuff like um you got to be paying all this money for these products or you don't need to 
use a towel to dry your head, use a t-shirt. You, they be coming up with all kind of rules, so They, they be do. saying, wash your hair once a week. Mm-hmm. I don't live by all that, Morgan. Uh-uh. You, you do what you do. Do what's best for you yeah. at the end of the day. You was doing your hair. Uh-huh. You was paying for them products. Uh-huh. Yeah. This time coming out your day. Uh-huh. Money coming out your wallet. And that hair sitting on your head. Yeah. Yeah. So do what, do what you like. Do what works for you and what works for your schedule and for work, work for your budget. If you use cheaper products as long as they you getting the results you want it don't matter somebody else is paying paying 30 dollars for one product and it ain't doing nothing for their hair because they don't know how to use it right Mm -hmm. so at the end of the day do what's best for you they saying wash your hair once a week is they washing your hair once a week for you That's just too much, especially if your hair long and thick and you busy and you got a life like that. That just that's why I put my hair in protective styles yes. because we actually got stuff to do. Yeah. If I do have more free time, I take care of it. But you know, I do what I do and they do what they can do. Morgan, about it. if I was living in the pandemic again under under lockdown, I still would wash my hair no once a week. I got better things to do. I know that's right. Susan. And plus, when you start training your hair, your hair gonna get used to whatever style you're doing. So. You can wash your hair, twist it up, let them twist stay for a week, take it down, let that twist out hang for a week. It get big, wet in the pull for another week. Like you can make you can stretch, you can make it work. So that would be my tips as far as products I would recommend. Um Sally's be coming through when they have them four for 26. You know what? We do be sleeping on that white woman. Sally do be having a couple things up in there. Sally do be having say TJ Maxx, like I don't be paying full price for my products, girl. Dirt cheap be having them yeah. good price. Pro- yeah. I'll let them get them get them nine brand products and them them products that be costing twenty dollar regular price for one item. Get them on sale. Or go to with them wholesaler places. Like like we said, dirt cheap. Um, what's the other one down there by the hip salon? Total look, uh, don't worry about it. Total look ain't gonna give you no sale. No, they not. But it's the um bargain hunt. They be having them hair okay, care yeah, products yeah. in there. They be like four, five dollars for yeah. something that's usually like twelve. Mm-hmm. That's why I get a lot of my stuff from TJ Maxx. When I'm in there, I always look at the uh, hair care section. But Salas gonna have a. They always have a four for twenty sale. Now Salas be having this thing now to where you got to pay for a bag. So uh. I leave with my stuff in my hand or I bring a bag because I'm not paying them extra cents. But um, I get, when they had a, they say I get texture ID and I like texture ID. I can get me a shampoo, a deep conditioner, a leave-in and a styler for $20. And they give me great results. Mm. If I want a real fluffy twist out of braid out and I want a lot of moisture, mm-hmm. I'm going to texture ID. This is what I'm grabbing. Let me ask you this. Have you ever tried any of the celebrity hair products? I ain't like um I know Tracy Ellis Ross and Taraji P Henson got their own lines of stuff. I haven't tried them, but I know you've tried um Taraji's line, and I actually really like Taraji P Henson's line. So what I liked about it, number one, it was catered towards black hair. So like the different products that I had had specific types of nozzles that could infiltrate my thick hair mm-hmm. and get the product like directly on my scalp. And that's okay. something that I really liked. You know, you like it unless you don't like it. Yeah. So it's some, it's a preference, but I felt like there was a very nice innovative technique to in- incorporate into the brand. Um, I liked it. Um, Taraji, she had this 
this um cooling scalp tingling syrup okay. to put on my scalp and it it woke up all my brain cells mm-hmm. i felt like i had put um some of that uh castor oil and some peppermint on my mm-hmm. scalp i was crying after i got done mm-hmm. washing my hair yeah i was renewed and restored mm-hmm. I know that's right. Yeah. So I did enjoy um, Taraji's line. What her price point looking like? I don't remember because I bought those products during the pandemic, but they haven't ran out yet. So that lets you know at least that the, I, it didn't, it doesn't take a lot to put on my hair. That's good. Because I run out of um, product pretty quickly because I'm yeah. heavy handed and my hair is. Uh, yeah. I don't know who came up with that size. They need to go to jail for that lie. They do. They need to go to hell for that lie, baby. They good. It take a palm size for me. I really, Two. I use, for a section. And I used up like seventy five percent of a travel size bottle of conditioner last night. Yeah, and uh, yeah, on my hair. Yeah, girl, the last they tell us. Um, but as far as hair care products that are black owned that I've used personally that I would recommend, I would say Carol's daughter. I got some conditioner from her. Um, from TJ Maxx, it was on sale. That was the best deep conditioner I've ever bought. Real moisturizing. Um, Camille Rose. I I like Camille Rose. I, like I say, I get my stuff on sale. Um, I had got some Camille Rose oil a while back. It was some really good oil. Smell good. I like when I hold people and I be around people and they be like, your hair smell good. I That's do. one of my favorite compliments. I like it when people hear smell good too. Like they be walking around. I think that's how most people think black people smell. Like cocoa water. Mm-hmm. I like that for yeah. Um. So yeah, Talia YG, she got some good products too. Me L or my L, however you pronounce my girl, but we all know about her brand. Oh, her name ain't Mitchell. You know, good way. I ain't talking about Mitchell, baby. Oh, my bad. <laughs> um, Miguel be having some sales like year round. She used to have on five dollar sales and four dollar sale way back in the day. Now she be doing like six dollars. I still think that's real good price. Mm-hmm. Um, she got all kind of lines for different type of hair problems or whatever. Um, I don't use my hair like that, but I do. You like her? Yeah, she's I ain't like her for my hair. She used to flake on my hair. What was but, what the product that I had that smelled like blueberry um cobbler? You know what? I think that was curls you talking about. Yeah, I really like that product a lot. That ain't me. Either. Oh, I it's know. Curls. I was just talking about the product. Curls that on I the like. list too, though. Curls is black on. I like, like that blueberry. Yeah, cobbler scent, mm-hmm. and it like it also that bottle lasts me a good long time. Yeah, I got some of them from TJ Maxx. Half price. I'm telling y'all. Um, even body works, they also is sellers black on and they price is not crazy. Like Carol's daughter, uh, Camille Rose, Talia YG, they gonna cost you a little bit. But even body works, I think is a fair price as well as texture ID. I don't know if texture ID is black on, but the rest of these out name are. And the main choice. Um, I got the main choice leave-in conditional and it's really good. It's one of my favorite leave-ins. So yeah. Hopefully um, that help. And if you got some questions, like I do not mind sharing. I like seeing the girls with pretty hair and the guys too. I like seeing y'all with nice hair taking care of y'all hair. So if y'all need help with anything, like if I can help, I will. Um sometimes they give us grief. Say we can't rock braids and write a legal brief. Maybe we can be the executive assistant, but with braids we can never be chief. 
Because for some reason they feel braids can't be corporate. Rather see me forfeit my time to twist my hair every night. Or straighten my coils for caring because the kinkiness in my cubicle to her just don't sit right. If I adjust my crown to look more white, that will relax her. That's why we must pass the crown act everywhere because we can reign with cornrows or a relaxer. Shout out to the slaves. Yeah, shout out to the slaves. You feel me? Shout out to Harriet Tubman. That shout was out to She's a real nigga. Shout out to the real niggas. And shout out again to all those people who hate my guts. Y'all are doing a justice and an effort to the world. Keep breaking these men down one at a time. You are obsessed and sick. And now it's time for the big black shout out, the blackest shout out in the world. The big black shout out is an opportunity to help circulate the black dollar back into our communities, as well as for our audience members to explore black owned hidden gems. So Alex, who would you like to shout out today? I got a handful y'all, so bear with me. Um, first, I'm going to shout out my homeboy, Kobe. He in the Jackson area. He is a visual artist. So check him out when they do like art stuff. He's, his stuff be real neat. I don't know if he still do the graphic tees, but I got a goosebump graphic tee from him a while back. Every time I wear it, I get a compliment. So shout out to Kobe. What's um, his Instagram? Super Visual Evan. Spell it for the people. S-U-P-E-R-V-I-S-U-A-L-E-V-A-N. Super visual. This nice. Oh, yeah. Shout out to you, Kobe. This I got, brother. Um, next, I'm going to shout out Pooh. Pooh who do my braids. Um, her Instagram is the lab I see. Um, Clownisha. Every time she do my hair, it be neat. Like, I don't have no problems with no braids slipping out. Back in the day, you remember... That back, that braid back here, mm -hmm. it used to be hanging right here. By uh -huh. the time you get, you, it's time to take the braids out. Uh -huh. I don't have that problem. Her grip game good. Her part neat. I'm a sucker for neat parts, and Clownisha parts be neat, and the braids always be looking good. So if you like my braids from whenever you see them, Clownisha doing her on Instagram is the layout by C underscore. And you are gonna have to get up in there. The link is in the bio. Yeah. Is you looking a book? Okay. Um, next I got pretty sleepers cold. So these my homegirls, Georgia Kelly and Tiffany Kelly. Um, they sell bunnets and other stuff, but what I begin is the bunnets. Um, my bunny, both me and Morgan got bunnets from her. Morgan has from bought both of us bunnets. Yes, thank you. Um, we didn't had no bunnets for a couple years. I don't care what hairstyle I got, if I got braids, a wig, my hair, if it's in a puff, if I got a braid out. Oh God! It Some don't matter. In a wig. That bunny is staying on okay. all night. The elastic ain't stretched in, in like years. two years. Yeah. yeah, And she got some pretty colors too. She got like a reversible one. It's like brown and nude. She and got they're like, setting. Yeah, yeah, they're nice for real. Don't stop going to the hair store and to Walmart getting your bunnies. Go to Pretty Sleepers. They got you for real. Like, I wouldn't even lie to you about no bunny for real. We said bunnies is essential. Get yours from there. Spell it for them. Where can um, they find it? Y'all can go on their Instagram, Pretty Sleepers Co. P-R-E-T-T-Y-S-L-E-E-P-R-S-C-O. Pretty Sleepers Co. Ain't it a period before the co? I ain't got Instagram on my phone, big sister. But uh, yeah. I'm sure if you put that much in, they'll pop up. And oh, you'll wow. see some bunnies and stuff. That's favor. Uh-huh. Favor, mm -hmm. favor, 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 favor. Yeah. So next, I got my classmate, Debrill. Um, She sell hair and she also do installs. I bought my first wig from her and it was some good hair. I got on um, 22 inch middle part closure wig, bust down. Um, 
good quality hair for real. Um, her Instagram is Bria Marie Extensions, B R I A M A R I E X E X T E N T I O N S. Bria Marie Extensions. Um, like I say, I ain't get my install done from her because I went in start via at the time with my install, but the wig was good quality. So shout out to my classmate. Um, shout out to you, Bria. We love that. Next, I got Avana. Avana gonna be selling clip ins. Her um for natural hair. Yes, like she be having like if, if you got like the four type texture hair, she got clip ins for that. If you got like the three type texture hair, she got clip ins for that. And she have she use them on her own hair, and she be doing like the TikToks putting them on her own hair. Like I ain't even know Avana was wearing clip ins until I seen them because they look that natural. They look good. So I haven't bought any, but I'm looking at them. Um, her Instagram is the hair teak, the hair teak bomber, T H E H A R Q U E B O N A. So I'm looking at them. So hopefully y'all will look at them too and want to get them. So shout out to her because her hair be looking good. And last but not least, I got Chauncey. Chauncey did my um graduation pictures. And if I do say so myself, I ate. Mm. I gave him a lot to work with, but uh them pictures turned out great. So shout out to Chauncey. Like he was really easy to work with. Um, very professional. I ain't got but a couple poses, hand on the hip, foot back, a smile, and a cold still. That's all I got. But he posed me, like showed me what to do in this and that, and my pictures turned out amazing. Um, so shout out to him. Um, I will recommend working with him. Everybody got a camera and a photographer, but Chance is really professional and I like how he works. So. I love Chance too. He Chance did real cool down to earth. He did Brianna and Chris graduate um marriage yeah, photos and stuff. Chance is a true genius and he got his own studio down in West Point. Okay. So he legit. He like for real. Yeah, yeah. And for he real. Eat. Real professional. Yes. I, I don't recommend nobody um that you know. I went continuously use in the future. So shout out to all y'all and shout give give us more black businesses that we need to support. You know, I'm always down to try something new. Oh, so yeah. yeah so shout out to all the businesses that you just shouted out this afternoon if you have a black business or you know someone who needs to be Did shouted out to Instagram? I don't think so oh, oh, oh okay um C-H-A-U-N-C-E-Y dot M-A-N-G-U-M. Chancey Mandel. Okay. This is yeah. TikTok too. Okay. Yeah. I know TikTok, but yeah. Shout out to all y'all. Y'all got good quality stuff for it. Yeah. Looks, it looks that way. It and is. shout out to you. You got good taste. So I know if oh, you shouting them people out, they of quality and value. They are. They are like, Yeah. <laughs> So, um, thank you again to all of the black um businesses. If you have a black business or you know of a black business that needs to be shouted out, make sure you are emailing me at Afrocentric Podcast. That's Afrocentric Podcast at gmail.com. Please forgive me for any sins in which I committed. Those I know of and those I don't know of, Lord. Lord, please forgive me for beating this bitch ass today, Lord. Lord, please forgive me for thinking about beating her ass again, Lord. Please rebuke all these demons that's in this house, Lord. I pray Is that to really you, necessary? And we're back. Born again, a sinner. And we are back in the Afrocentric word of life temple of God in the sinners. And 
if for those who don't know, the altar call is an opportunity to to remind my people that I'm getting praying for them in a time of need. And in fact, I'm here and I'm traveling on the highways and the byways and I'm doing what the Lord has been asking me to do. All right. So right now, we just would like to thank God for protecting black women. He didn't have to do it. But he did. He did. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. In fact, when dealing with black women, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor have I seen a seed begging for bread. This week, we seen God single-handedly prepare a table for Megan in the presence of her enemies. And 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 in fact, he will continue to bless her until her cup runneth over. And 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 did not tell you God would work it out. says touch not my anointed ones and do my prophet no harm that's why a lot of the non-anointed ones is being dropped like flies yeah. the weapons is forming and they is prospering kevin samuels andrew tate lamentory lanes the infant so i just i just want you to look at your neighbor and say neighbor. neighbor look at your neighbor and say neighbor neighbor can i have fifty dollars are you on the right side of god, mm, my god today. are you are are you a friend of god friend of God. Mm-hmm. He called He called me friend. He called me friend. Mm-hmm. You know, some of y'all not friends of God. Some of y'all fit for enemies. Strange to the more life. Ooh. And when you enter the gates, he might just say, depart from here. I do not know. Mm. Three hours later. So the baby came here and she said that she needed a little prayer. Yes. Hold I your hands up. Same. Hold your hands up. I need a prayer, sir. Oh, give me your hand. Mm. Give me your hand. Touch and agree. Yes, Lord. 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 Yes, Yes, Consistency and alignment and job and a job and a career and with a job and a career and a yeah. job and a career. Uh-huh.
Yes, and the Bible says when two or more are in his presence, mm-hmm. he will be in the midst. Yes, move. Holy Ghost. One eternity later. There's a little in the valley. And it's bright as the morning star. Oh, there's a little in the valley and it bright as the morning star oh, oh a little heat in the valley and it's bright as the morning star And there's joy. Oh, it's in the valley. Bright as a morning star. Somebody found a jug in the valley. The valley is bright. Somebody found love in the valley, found it to be right in the Somebody found love in the valley. Don't touch my hair when it's the feelings I wear. Don't touch my soul. It's a rhythm I know Don't touch my crown They see the vision I've found Don't touch what's there When it's the feelings I wear They don't understand what it means 
much for visiting me here at the Afrocentric Word of God in Christ Church where the garden of life is nice and green. Yes, it's good to be here and have my soul fed. Yes, yes. Um, at this time, I just wanted to know if you had any final words you would like to say with our listeners before you leave. Yeah, I would give a word to the congregation. Um, I would say first, personally, um, love your hair. Um, if you're not in a position right now to where you just really love your hair and um, accept all that it does and how it curls and looks and hangs, um, get to a place where you love your hair personally. Um, as a people, as black people, we should be acceptance of all our hair textures. Um, not just the ones that you think wave well, um, the ones that don't hang and, and shrink up real good, like the locks, whether they freeform or like to your liking and style or whatever, like be accepting of all black hair, no matter what. Um, and I feel like when we get to that point, we will see even more acceptance from non-black people of natural hair. Um, I know a lot of times it feels anti-black when people like discriminate against us because of our hair. But I feel like once we get that true love for ourselves, um, personally and love for other black people hair, like it really don't matter what nobody else feel like once we really get that. So, um, yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed the episode. It was good being on the podcast and I hope to be back one day. Yeah, you'll be back. Sister, thank you so much for those beautiful Miss Words. They were so lovely. And you heard her here, the lady, the myth, the legend, the little baby goat, the billy goat, my sister Alexandria Gray. So, sister, thank you so much for choosing to be Afrocentric today. Of course. Please remember that Black Lives Matter. Always. Listen and protect Black women and children. Of and I wanted you to know mm-hmm. that the only thing that you must do in this lifetime is be black and die. I know that's right. And here at the Afrocentric Podcast, we just civilized people. Have a civilized conversation. All right. Well, you know, I'll talk to them later. Okay. Ta-ta. Bye. I want my hair in a box, not me. A black girl in her braids be the definition of free. At night, she can just go lay down like her baby hairs. Ain't got to worry about nothing else because a black woman's got enough cares. Braids are not superficial, they're beneficial. And we don't need no white girl on TikTok to validate our flyness because we've been official. Whether you go to the Africans or Keisha in 5B, if she know what she doing, it's going to be tight. Just make sure she don't grip too strong, because if she do, it's going to be tight. And that's the type of black-on-black crime our community cannot withstand. <laughs> we've, lost, we've lost too many edges. We've lost too many edges from the weight of a heavy hand. But sometimes our sisters are willing to just pay that price. Because that fresh-out-the-chair crispness be feeling too nice. Feel like Christmas, because these braids be a gift. Make you swing them back and forth like you turned into a gift. You say you want to protect black women. 
well, braids be a protective style, no cap. You want to give her joy? Well, then scratch in between her parts with a pen cap. Ooh, that joint be bliss. Feels as good. Feels as good as when I step out the shop with a fresh set of knotless or goddess or maybe just some straight backs for vacation. We gonna get it braided up for any occasion. Rooted in Africa, it's a style that never fades. Ain't nothing in this world like a black girl in her braids. <laughs>